Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show. This is for the week of August 5th already. Getting down to the end of the year, just a few months left until we wave 2019 goodbye and we welcome 2020. Well, we have a great show lined up for you. Surface of the Sun is the album you need to listen to if you're a big fan of Tool or Chevelle. And we welcome the creator of that album, Devin Eggers, joins us all the way from Canada. And get this, that he's the one that created the entire thing. No one else behind him. Well, yeah, a little assistance from a drummer, but that's pretty much it. Great interview coming up. Devin Eggers talks about Surface of the Sun. This and a whole lot more coming up next on The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the face. Booster, go. Retro, go. Vital, go. Fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go. Guidance, go. GNC, we're going. Don't go. Go. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Your host here, Rodolfo Roman, welcoming you to another episode of The Roman Show. I want to give a special thanks. To everyone that's been tuning in on Launchpad, which is a part of Podcast One, also Blog Talk Radio, on Spotify, on iTunes, I mean pretty much everywhere, we're, we're literally everywhere, so you can't miss us, literally, and of course we are always live on theromanshow.com, make sure you visit the website because we have some great video interviews if you haven't had a chance to see it, uh, Buff Bagwell's there, and he talks about his new podcast and staying in shape at his age and a whole lot more and a wonderful interview with Matt Stryker. Matt Stryker, of course, used to be part of the WWE. Now he is an announcer or commentator for Major League Wrestling and other promotions and he opens up about being sexually molested. So I invite all you guys to head on over to theromanshow.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash our Roman O201, and you will get all the information that you need, all the latest interviews or video interviews that we post up will be right there for you on your subscription. That's youtube.com forward slash all Roman O201. Subscribe right now. Don't be left out. And follow us on Twitter at The Roman Show, Roman Show Media on Twitter and Facebook. Well, you know, before we get things started here, uh, Listen, us men and ladies, right, we get a little smell down there. It's normal if you're in the gym, maybe you've been walking out for a long time. Listen, I was just in Asia, in China to be exact, and I walked for, and I'm not lying to you, 18 miles. Not kidding, not lying, not making this up. Yes, I felt like crap that day, but listen, I was under the sun, it was very hot, it's summertime, and it could get a little funky down there. Well, there's one solution for that to help you out with the smell and that is ball wash that's right get yourself a bottle of ball wash and all of your problems will go away head on over to the romanshow.com and use that promo code roman all in caps and you get a 15 percent off your purchase once again the website is ballwash.com and get the funk off your junk and get yourself ladies and gentlemen a nice, shiny, beautiful collar and elbow t-shirt. All you have to do is visit collarandelbowbrand.com and use that promo code, The Roman Show, all in caps. And guess what? You will get a 10% off your purchase. That's collarandelbowbrand.com. They've got some great new shirts, especially now for the season of summer, which is about to end, believe it or not. And they'll be releasing some new ones later on for the fall. So head on over to theromanshow.com. You'll find out more information about that stuff. And on a serious note, ladies and gentlemen, just uh, want to say that we, we send our prayers 
to those impacted by the massacre that occurred in Ohio and in El Paso, Texas, truly uncalled for hatred massacres. And it's unfortunate that in this day and age of 2019, our own kind, our own kind, is doing their own killing here. It's not terrorists, it's not people from other countries, no. It's people from here in the United States within that are creating this senseless acts that have no reason behind it. None. None whatsoever. And, you know, unfortunately we're losing lives. People are just innocent people that, for goodness sake, people in El Paso were just shopping at Walmart. And in comes this guy who, according to him, racist and said that Hispanics uh, were going to take over Texas and become blue state and blah 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 and so forth. All this nonsense. And nonetheless the whole point is stupid reasons and reasons that shouldn't even even think of. Something must be done of course we're just normal people here, you know, I'm, I'm just a journalist around him, I don't know, right? But I'm not telling you as far as politics, and, and let's be honest, even politicians, I, you can't really, you know, they could go ahead and speak all they want, but honestly, do things get done here? Not always, right? But maybe we as a community, as human beings, as parents, you know, I'm a parent now, could speak to our children and educate them on what's occurring and letting them know that what is out there what what is going on and it's it's senseless it's, it's nonsense things that just shouldn't be and listen I, I don't know nowadays and I'm just going to go out here on a limb but my parents raised me and if you see something weird if, if someone talks to you odd if you see something suspicious tell someone or, or talk to, to me or with my, my parents at the time but don't hold back and I say this because now you don't speak to your parents speaking is done via social media and that is where everything is going how many times do you go on social media and you see all these people throwing off their garbage for the whole world and, and, and listen I, I, I can attest to that because myself, I've kind of little by little ventured off social media and I really just try to stick to what I want to know, which is news, information, you know, heavy metal bands, uh, mixed martial arts, pro wrestling, events. That's what I care for. But if you really take with a grain of salt what's said on social media, I mean, it could drive you crazy. It could drive you nuts. And many people read this stuff to heart and they get impacted. <laughs> How many times have you gone online and maybe it's someone you know personally, maybe it's just someone you met online, and they're lading all their dirty laundry out there. Whether, hey, you know, my so-and-so cheated on me or I lost this. And there's just so much negativity out there. So much. If, if you were to just read on what goes on, on social media, you would say, man, life sucks. So I advise you, especially to the youngins listening, moderate your time on social media. Don't depend on it. Mind you that, you know, all those social media, all those pictures on Instagram and so forth, what you see is not the truth. When these people are vacationing and, and, and they're in, I don't know, and... Croatia or wherever the hell they are they're not even in Croatia they're actually home they're if they're in Florida they're in Florida I've seen people next to me post pictures and they state that they're in like the Fiji Islands or something like that yeah, they went but they hold that picture to later 
just so they can pretend on social media that they're li living this luxurious life. And listen, if you're a person who's had a little anxiety because of this stuff, I advise you uh, to do a little technology or social media cleansing. Because it, it, it's, it, again, it's so exhausting. And you have these morons out there that are, I don't know what they do with their lives. And they pursue and, and persuade people with so much hatred. So much hatred. And I'm telling you, it is nasty what is being out there, what is being put out there, written by these. I, I don't even know what to call them. But to anyone out there suffering, and it's not that I'm uh, advertising anything or anything like that, but I will tell you that this will definitely help you out and it will really give you a good perspective on life. You got to read the subtle art of not giving a, you know what I mean, F by Mark Manson. It will open up your eyes and it will really, 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 really change your mind when it comes to social media. So, again, Mark Manson, if you're listening, hey, man, shout out to you, and, and hopefully you're listening to the Rama Show, but pick up a copy of The Subtle Art of Not Giving it an F, and if it has to be an audible.com, whatever the hell, if you want to read it, whatever, pick it up, it will change your mind, but all this nonsense, parents, talk to your children, don't let your children go on all these apps and state this, it's crazy, and again, it's not just going out there and, and, and leading a massacre, but it's all suicide. A lot of these kids are just committing suicide because they're being bullied and so forth. But talk to your children. As parents, don't stay on your phone all the time. Don't waste your time with things that you know are nonsense or useless. And instead, you can use that time to have a one-on-one -on -one with your children where there is just a you know common conversation about anything. Because I think that's what, as parents, as young parents, and as leaders, we should do. Talk to your children, talk to the youth, and let's prepare them. And let's let them know that, yes, we, we are all equal. It doesn't matter your, 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 your color, your race, your religion, your gender, whatever. Everyone has a right to live, and everyone has a right to do whatever they want. But there is no reason why we should have these massacres at a freaking Walmart. A Walmart. All of us have gone to Walmart. I mean, there's no place to safe now. You can't go to a concert. You can't go, you go to a freaking church. Something must be done. I'm not telling you to go out and vote. And, and No. I'm telling you as a person. Talk to your children. Talk to your community. You don't have to rely on politicians. No. Be a leader within yourself. Stand up and say, what's going on? Because there is a lot of mental issues. And a lot of people, all of us, are, are, are at war with ourselves. Sometimes, some of us just are afraid to admit it. And we hide in a, in a, in a cage, in an attic. Because we're afraid to say that we are suffering inside. But don't. Because not only is it detrimental for yourself, but it's detrimental for those around you. And unfortunately, in some cases, we get these idiots who go out in a freaking Walmart or a place where people are having a good time and kill innocent people. And by the way, shout out to the pro wrestler in, in uh, Dayton, Ohio, who helped out. In that situation, he put his body on the line and he helped out as far as having some sort of play in putting an end to that shooter's life. The bouncer uh, in Dayton, Ohio, an indie wrestler, shout out to that man. He's recovering right now. Because that right there, my friends, is a leader. That guy right there is putting his life on the line. To help others. 
We'll be back to talk some pro wrestling. And now it's time to give you a reality check on the Roman Show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, other things happening, right? Uh, one thing that really just caught my attention over the weekend, and I don't hear anyone talking about this. I don't know why. I don't know if they're living under a rock. But. Cain Velasquez. Velasquez, we all know him, former UFC heavyweight champion, made his debut in a AAA ring in Mexico, part of a big Lucha Libre event. It's like their uh, the WrestleMania, and they call it Triple Mania. And he made his debut. He teamed up with Psycho Clown and Cody Rhodes, because three other luchadors. And I am impressed with Cain Velasquez. Not only was he a great fighter, and I know a lot of people say, well, he was overrated. He, you know, he didn't he didn't have the, the, the title for that long. But listen, give the guy some credit. He suffered a lot of injuries. But at the time, he was the, bad, the meanest, baddest man on the planet. Remember, he did defeat Brock Lesnar. I know you're going to come back and say, oh, but that's Brock Lesnar. No, listen. Give Cain credit. He defeated JDS, Junior Dos Santos, and many others. So come on, give the guy some credit. He wasn't no slouch, he wasn't a bust. And at one time, and again, it's just unfortunate he suffered an injury, but his back, it really was played a big role. And he hasn't really retired from the world of mixed martial arts, but Cain Velasquez at one point was the man. And I wouldn't doubt if he will be in the UFC Hall of Fame one day. But for now, he is sticking to pro wrestling, Lucha Libre to be exact. And Cody Rhodes has gone on a limb and said that he is pretty interested in signing Cain Velasquez and Psycho Clown to AEW. But can you imagine this heavyweight guy? And this Cain Velasquez is a tall, big dude, met him many times, in, interviewed him many times. And this guy is pulling up a Hurricane Rana, scissor kicks. Amazing stuff this guy's pulling off. Really impressive. The work that Cain Velasquez pulled off this weekend at Triple Mania. I hope that WWE tries to see getting the way of AEW. I know I already has contact with Cody Rhodes, but boy, it would be awesome to see Cain Velasquez. <coughs> Sorry about that, just keep coming over a code. And Brock Lesnar inside a WWE ring. Oh boy, could you just imagine? And remember, Kane Velasquez beat the crap out of Brock Lesnar. How awesome would it be if these two were to meet in the WWE for the world or the Universal Championship, would that be? Just think about that. Vince, Triple H, keep an eye on that, man. Kane is money. Speaking of AEW, AEW has announced their next locations, Philadelphia and Boston, first being D.C., and Cody Rhodes has gone and said that he was actually surprised that D.C. sold out. Now, I will be, I wouldn't be surprised if Philadelphia and Boston is also sold out. Remember, it's a, it's a phase, right? People want to be part of this. They want to check it out. Let's wait until the fifth or sixth show after they air on TV. They're smart. They're telling you where they're going to be. Remember, they're weekly episodes, but they're telling you exactly where there is. They're doing the pre-sales to get that sellout prior. But once this stuff starts airing on TV on a weekly basis, things are going to turn around. And I know WWE has been getting a lot of slack because they haven't sold out SmackDown and Raw. But don't hold your breath that long because we're going to wait and see what happens with AEW because don't be surprised if they don't continue on this sellout streak. I'm not saying it's a fluke. I'm just saying that you need the names. And the names, the big names are in the WWE. Let's face it. 
It's just that unfortunately, the way things are going now W in WWE, you're not eyeing for that John Cena, that Rock, that Stone Cold. It's more of the brand. It's what you're going to see. And WWE is global. AEW is just a baby. SummerSlam is this weekend. We have learned now it's Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler. That was a surprise, although many people read it online already. And many were upset because Bill Goldberg, as we remember, had a horrible match against The Undertaker in Saudi Arabia. But now this is his time to clean up his last performance and come back and deliver a nice run. Maybe his last match. So we won't have that bitter taste of memory. Charlotte versus Trish. Another attraction match. Trish, Hall of Famer, coming back to face the hottest thing right now. The hottest wrestler right now, in my opinion. That's Charlotte Flair. Because you have to admit, to me, she is the most attractive performer right now. Now, I'm not saying physically. I'm just saying about as far as attraction. Because once she steps inside that building, once she starts walking towards the ring, man, you can feel it. It's Charlotte Flair. That pride, that, that, that queen status. You really feel it. You really get a grasp for it. So, obviously, this will be great to defeat a Hall of Famer like Trish, a woman who is a pioneer and held the Women's Championship for many, many opportunities. And this is happening in her home country of Canada. So it would be interesting to see what result we got there. And then we have Becky Lynch versus Natalia. Natalia also the Canadian going up against Becky Lynch. be nice to see Natalia defeat Becky. Natalia has been there for a very long time. Been there since the beginning of the whole women's revolution. Way before that actually. She was there when women had to flaunt their stuff in bikinis. And she has been the one that's been teaching a lot of these young women how to be the type of personas that they are today. So why not give some credit to this woman and have her over Becky Lynch. Bailey versus Ember Moon, Kofi Kingston versus Orton, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, and of course Roman Reigns versus his attacker, which I personally have liked the storyline. I think it's kind of great. It keeps that suspense to find out who it is. So make sure you don't miss SummerSlam. At 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the WWE Network. And don't forget on Saturday is NXT TakeOver. Johnny Knockout will be in action against Adam Cole for the NXT Championship. Of course, we know that those guys will deliver a great match. Yu Shirai also will be in action. The Street Profits. And to me, NXT is always better than an actual show. But that's just my opinion. Well, guys... Devin Eggers, a Canadian, ironically, uh, is joining us next on The Roman Show to talk about his latest album, Surface of the Sun. And I'd like to remind everyone that this man created this entire album by himself. He had some assistance as far as drums, but for the most part, it was all him. Kudos to Devin Devin Eggers for putting this thing together, Surface of the Sun, if you're a fan of Tool Chevelle, and we know that Tool's coming out with an album very soon. But give this a listen. Trust me, you'll thank me later. Coming up next, Devin Eggers. New album, Surface of the Sun. Welcome back, everyone, to The Roman Show. Now, if you're a fan of Tool, A Perfect Circle, Chevelle, then this is the album you need to listen to, Surface of the Sun. But the creator, the man himself, the man behind the brains is Mr. Devin Eggers, who joins us all the way from Canada. Devin, thanks so very much for your time and appreciate you coming on the show. Absolutely. You're very welcome, and thank you as well. It's great to be here chatting with you today. So, so, Devin, tell me about this project. This is a solo project. You did this stuff all by yourself. Yeah, you had a little bit of help, of course, with uh, 
mixing up the, the album itself, but for the most part, you wrote the song, the, the whole nine. Yeah, that's, that's correct. It's, it's, a, it's a big undertaking, but I, I do do all of the writing and the performing, except for the drums. I, I hire a, a fantastic drummer, Chris Baronke, to do the drums for this EP. Um, I do the bulk of the recording. I do all of the editing. I also do all of the mixing. And just to make sure that it can come out sounding as good as possible in the end, I hire somebody else to do the mastering, which is, is always a smart move. But I'm pretty much 98-plus percent of this project, so it's a, it's quite an undertaking. You know, it's funny because lately I've been seeing a lot of artists who have done a task like yourself. One person that comes to mind, he's not rock, he's not metal, he's not uh, any of that genre, but he, well, he has a little bit of soul, a little bit of rock every now and then, actually. It's Ed Sheeran. He does his concerts all by himself. All he does is brings a guitar. Oh, really? Yeah, he brings a guitar and then he he he'll put it he'll he'll do his, his vocal cords his, his chorus on his own right there on the spot with a little machine that he has an electronic machine and he does everything all by himself. He's the only person on stage. That's fantastic. <laughs> so it, that's it, very cool. I didn't know that. It's just amazing how how it is with technology that you can have a band and it's just one person doing it. <laughs> I mean, you literally, you yeah. see, he'll press a button for the drums, then he'll press a, a button for the guitar, then he'll say something, he'll record himself, then that'll be his chorus, and then he presses one button and it all comes together, just like that. Nice. <laughs> so, what were some of the challenges, though, that you faced putting Surface of the Sun? Uh, you know, for the most part, it, it went pretty smoothly, but a couple of the things that did present challenges is um, I was recovering from a vocal injury from a few years ago and I was getting to a point in, in tracking this album or a little bit before where I was starting to feel like I was getting the majority of my voice back. It hasn't got to where it was about five years ago before the injury happened uh, and I don't quite have the range back so the vocals didn't come out as as easily as they used to per se so that was definitely one of the challenges. I had to be really careful with pacing myself, especially with some of the more aggressive uh, passages to this song where I get really angsty with my vocals or I really push the lower and upper registers of my range. So that was one challenge I had to carefully manage my, myself through. The other one was just kind of managing the whole project because it, I am the project from the writing to the recording to the mixing. But with that, I still had some assistance from other individuals. Like, I had my drummer. So as I'm working on certain things in parallel, we spent about a month doing pre-production, sending videos back and forth, working on the parts. And while that's going on, I'm trying to work with studio owners to get a place to go and record the drums. And while that's happening, I'm managing my graphic designer who's working on the album cover, still trying to line up a mastering engineer and get into her schedule. And then mixing for the amount of time that I think it's going to require based around my normal day-to-day -day schedule. So just the, managing the whole project as a whole is uh, quite the process and the challenge in itself. So so the drummer was there with you or he would send in the, the sound for you and you have to mix it up together? So the, the drums actually, this is the first time I've worked with Chris um, and I've known him for, for a few years and we tried a new process for doing this. So after I got all the songs together, um, and I considered the, the composing of all the other musical elements was done, he and I spent some time together running through the different parts. Um, and I was talking to him about my ideas and what I thought were, but I really gave him a lot of creativity, uh, freedom of creativity with the different so parts of the songs because I wanted him to just go crazy with this, and he did. It, it sounds really, really good. So after we spent a few hours going through each of the songs when there was no drums, we spitballed a couple ideas. I sent him rough mixes of the styles at that time, and then over the period of about four weeks, he would listen to those rough mixes, and he set up a GoPro in his rehearsal studio above his drum kit, and he would practice and do different things, and when he gets something he thought was good, he would send me a comp to video of those different parts of that song, wow. send me the video, I would watch it, I would send critiques back saying, I love this, this is great, what about trying this here, what about doing this? And it worked so smoothly, one, because you know, Chris is just an awesome, awesome drummer, and he really um, knew how to capture the vision of what I was hearing when I was telling him what I wanted to come out of these parts. 
and we just established this beautiful working relationship that's for sure going to carry on to the next music that I put out. So once we did that, we then uh, went into a studio. I rented a studio specific for the drums because I wanted to get a nice uh, room with the drums and bitter. The studio for two days. I had an assistant engineer helping me so I could focus more on the production than on the specific sounds we were getting because I wanted to make sure the production was tight. And we spent two days and I just exhausted them in the studio running through these four songs. Great in the end. Well, how cool is that? Now, looking at the record itself, is there one particular song that really hits close to home that you know you, you put that extra emotion into it and, and why? Each of the songs, you know, speaks something different to me, and, and I hope it does too. You know, each person will get something out of, out of each of the songs, and there's different emotional elements and things in each one, but the one that really um, does it for me is the third track on the album called The Silence. And it does it for me both from a, a lyrically stand, standpoint, a lyrical standpoint, as well as just from the music itself. It's one of the songs that I'm most proud of that. I've written. Uh, it's got all the elements that I love to have in a song. And, and musically, it's one of the more personal ones on the album. I tend to have a mix of both uh, things that are personal to me that I think other people can relate to, but also more uh, global things that are more societal as well. So I try to have that balance. But that one, that song um, just makes me happy. I'm very proud of that one. Now, you released to a full length album. Uh, back in what was it, 2011? Yeah, it was quite a while ago. And then to 2019, so whoa, that's that's a pretty large gap. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm gonna try to be better next time. So within that period, though, you, you were obviously working on other things. Yeah. So uh, you know, there was a lot of um, personal things going on that that I, that I won't get into. That you know, played a part in all of that. Uh, but I was definitely writing like this. Uh, this EP has got four songs on it, but in that time frame, I think I've got a total of twelve or fifteen other ones still on the go in varying stages of the writing process. So I was working on a lot, but um, also during that time, I started a second solo music project called Seven Acres, which I have two EPs released under, and that project is for everything that doesn't fit underneath this one. So that ate up a little bit of my time because I was exploring a couple of different things while I was still working with these ones on the side. And then uh, I also self-published my first novel, which I released last year. So I've been keeping pretty busy in a variety of different things. But this one, you know, my goal was to do another full-length album. But, you know, times have really changed with the way music is released, what's happening with streaming, what fans are looking for and all of that. And because it takes me so long, to do all of that work in an album, I decided, you know what, I'm just gonna focus on uh, a few songs at a time, take the EP route, and then hopefully that way, I can keep consistently releasing material at a, at a much nicer rate than as opposed to once every eight years. Well, just quite amazing the story. Again, I still can't believe you put this, this thing pretty much all by yourself, with, of course, the assistance of the, of the drums were from Chris. But now, over the years, of course, there was a large gap from 2011 to 2019. Uh, you were working on your mm -hmm. novel, you were working on other projects or other projects that you had, uh, but do you think that that time, you needed that time to then produce what it is that we have now with Surface of the Sun? How did that help you as an artist? Uh, how did it change you? You know, I even though it was, you know, in some ways unintentional for it to take this long, uh, I think it was very beneficial for me, for me as an artist, both as an artist, as well as a producer and a recording engineer. I really stepped up the game in the things that I've been practicing and learning and, and working with other artists because I do mixing for other bands and stuff like that and other studio work. And the time really allowed me to grow and experiment with some different stuff so I could pull in different elements. So I think what listeners are going to notice between this one and my other, my, my debut album, A Dying Star, is definitely a more polished sound, um, a much more detailed and layered production, uh, a lot of growth in my the, both the writing of the lyrics, uh, the melodies, the guitar riffs, 
and all the different supplemental instruments that I pull into it. Like I really started to pull in some Asian influence mm. and a lot of these different sounds that I've been experimenting with. So that time really allowed me to take all these ideas and better filter through the ones that were helping me come to that sound that was going to be that surface of the sound, surface of the sun sound. And, and I think I really captured that on this album. So do, are we going to have a tour with Surface of the Sun? How is that going to work? That's a really good <laughs> question. And a question I get and a question I get a lot, you know, it's something that I've definitely thought about, you know, over the years, especially as the, this album started getting closer and closer to completion. And I was getting to the final bits of composing the songs with Chris and the drums and hearing how everything was coming together. And that's something I get all the time is either are you going to go on stage or how the heck do you put this on the, on the road when it's just you? And that's a really good question. I mean, I could do the, the Ed Sheeran thing yeah. you described, and, <laughs> and I have talked to, I have talked to individuals about that, you know, cause I couldn't really break it down to myself and then another guitarist, a bass player and a drummer, and then run the rest of the tracks off of a laptop or something like that. They say these are pretty complex arrangements with lots of guitars, so it could be done. Uh, but at this time, you know, I'm just, I'm focused on the release. For me, writing and releasing the music is, is the thing that I love most about it. Um, and that, what, that's what draws me to it more than being on the stage and going on the road, although I do have an interest. So it's, I'm not going to say no, it's not going to happen, though it's definitely a challenge. So we'll see what happens down the road. See how this one takes off anyway. Well, Devin, I want to thank you so very much for your time. Again, uh, Surface of the Sun, such a great album check that out uh, we'll have some of the links and the music on the romanshow.com to check it out for yourselves and uh, and also check out some of his uh, his old work uh, a dying star um full-length album back in 2011 uh devin thanks so very much for your time and again contemplate that tour we would love to see you uh out here perhaps sometime uh, in the states and in, in, in florida where i'm at and uh maybe uh, reach out to ed sheeran he might have an advice <laughs> For sure. Hey, you know, I'll definitely do that. Florida is a good place to go. So, hey, thank you so much for your time today. It's been great. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. Check out Surface of the Sun. Visit theromanshow.com for details. And, well, check out Devin's great music. I'm thinking of right. We talk a little bit about rock. By the way, Slipknot's album is released, will be released this week. This Friday to be exact. Ooh, boy. We've heard some of the songs already. Unsainted. And so far, very on the heavy side, I have to admit. And they've been releasing little by little uh, songs like So Away First as well. It's another good one as well. <laughs> But the topic really has been the whole outlook as far as they have uh, the, the mask and the gear that they have. But make sure that you listen to your Spotify or your streaming service or whatever the hell you get it. And enjoy the new Slipknot because I sure will. We got a new tool came in, coming out later on this year. Great music this year that we've had. Kill Switch. Kill Switch, I believe, comes out actually the next week. Can't wait for that one. Corn will release a new album in September. So as far as heavy metal goes, I think we're in a good route. We've been getting some good stuff. Tool have released all of their albums on Spotify and the rest of the streaming services uh, at first. Now, and frankly, Tool has its own way uh, of music and the big, big, big following for them. So I'm sure that that's going to break some pretty big records. You know, last time around, uh, Skillet also released uh, an album, Volby as well. So good music out there for us heavy metal bands. And of course, it's just a matter of time till all these bands come to your city. Back, Slipknot's coming. Well, Slipknot is coming to Florida and Tampa, but... Uh, if you're in South Florida, you have Static X in November coming. Oof, that's going to be awesome. Nine-inch Iceland Kills. I don't get them confused with nine-inch nails. They did that on purpose. Iceland Kills is coming with Light the Torch. That's right. Howard, the original, well, not the original, but the second singer of Kill Switch Engage, 
will be in South Florida in November as well. Heck, Five Finger Death Punch is also coming to uh, actually the Fort Myers area. And Crown the Empire will be this week, uh, no, next weekend in Fort Lauderdale. Highly suspect, non-point in September. So many great bands here in South Florida. Make sure that you go on over to our, our website for more details. Really excited and pumped to hear these bands live here in South Florida. All right, let's talk some uh, mixed martial arts. By the way, August 23rd, Titan FC returns with another action-packed fight card at the Extreme Action Park and live on UFC Fight Pass. Make sure that you get your tickets. They're available right now at kchax.com forward slash Titan FC. Woo-wee! It's going to be a great fight, great night. Martin Brown will be putting up his line. He's been talking a lot of smack about his opponent. So, oh, it's going to be a good one. August 23rd, get your tickets. Extreme Action Park, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Well, we won't be seeing Cyborg versus Amanda Nunes 2. Dana White has released Cyborg. He said that they're out of the Cyborg business. Cyborg is a free agent, hottest free agent out there. Bellator is interested. But Keila Harrison, who fights for PFL, uh, a judo Olympian, medalist actually, has been calling out Cyborg and said that if they, those two were to go at it toe to toe, that would be the end of Cyborg. So now it's just a matter of money. Let's see where Cyborg ends. And her, of course, her career is not over. She has a lot left. But be interesting to see if where she lands. According to Dana White, she wanted easy fights. Thus, he released her from the contract of the UFC. But it's a lot, a lot of back and forth. And then she claims that, no, I was ready to fight Amanda. I had a shirt on. Amanda wanted it. We will never know the truth, right? But let's just see where Cyborg ends. And no doubt, she should be in the Hall of Fame. Whether they ended up in a good note or bad note. Listen, Cyborg was Cyborg at one point. The most dominant woman out there. Put that lady in the Hall of Fame, D. White, whether you had a bad taste, um, put her out there because she, well as hell, deserves it. Colby Covington uh, defeated Robbie Lawler this past weekend. I was really surprised because Robbie Lawler has a way better takedown defense than what was shown this past weekend. But Colby Covington, who had members of the Trump administration in the house, defeated Robbie by way of decision and all seems to be leading that we're going to get a match or a fight between him and welterweight champion Kamaru Usman. And that welterweight title will be on the line, of course. And Kamaru and Kobe have had a, a little history sharing some nasty words and hotels and so forth. According to Kamaru, Kamaru says that many of the fans want him to kill or destroy Kobe Covington. So, th this is going to be pretty interesting. And I, I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb and say that Usman, by no doubt, will destroy Kobe Covington. And, and, and you know, the funny part is that both Covington and Covington and Usman trained in South Florida. <coughs> Usman trained at the Hard Knocks in 365, right there in, um, in Port Lauderdale. Uh, and then you have Kobe Covington, who trains at Coconut Creek over in American Top Team. In fact, Robert Lawler, who has trained with Covington and Usman, uh, came out uh, and stated that <laughs> this is going to be a fight that the UFC is going to live because the hype behind it. I, I totally agree. These guys were talking smack to each other. In fact, he even said it's going to be a good fight. Obviously, Kobe likes to put volume on. Usman's very strong, a rangy, smart fighter. It's going to be a good fight. And I agree. 
And he said, I think the UFC is going to do a good job of promoting what they like to promote. Totally agree. These guys, although Usman says he doesn't like to talk a lot, listen. He was doing a whole lot of talking in that post-fight interview right after that fight this past weekend. So, yes, it's going to deliver. Many people are going to watch. Colby Covington is not like Conor McGregor. People just really despise him. For, for Like, literally. At least, at least Conor, they don't like him because he was just annoying. He was a heel. But Covington, like, they really don't like him. But unlike wrestling, a promotion and not just give you someone by force and make him a star. Colby Covington, give him credit, is stepping up to the plate. And listen, I was impressed with his wrestling. Again, I've seen Robbie Lawler have better takedown defense. And that wasn't good enough against Colby Covington. Who do you think could come out and win? Colby Covington or Usman? Will he retain his title? Send us a tweet at The Roman Show or shoot us an email, info at theromanshow.com. If you want to share some thoughts or comments, shoot us an email, info at theromanshow.com. We'll read it right here on the program. That being said, we'd like to thank you for joining us on this episode. We'll catch you next week right here on The Roman Show. You haven't been on, you haven't been heard. The Roman
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.